Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindshare Radio. My name is Kevin Whelan and today I want to talk just a little bit about uh, a question that came in from Mindshare member Alex and he's kind of wondering around what do you do? Basically, I'll, re- I'll paraphrase this question. Uh, it was a good one and a little bit kind of long, but it was basically what do you do if you're doing, say, you know, strategic SEO and pay-per-click for, let's say, you know, global meaning, you know, these companies operate worldwide where it's non-geographically contingent, but global SaaS companies or marketplace companies. And ultimately you're trying to attract the same people for the same, for the same kind of business idea, you know, et cetera. And since search engines are basically, you know, a fixed sum game where, you know, when my winning, my going to rank number one puts you at number two. And so it's a win lose kind of situation. How do you kind of reconcile having a methodology and a niche that, you know, if you're working with the same types of companies, ultimately means you're just competing against the, you know, all the companies are competing against themselves for the same industry. And this is a really great question for a few reasons. One is that SEO and pay-per-click is the, probably the only area of marketing that is a little bit more fixed, fixed sum, meaning, you know, there's winners and losers and my winning is your losing sort of thing. Although it's not black and white and it's not exactly like that. So, so applying it just to that specific, um, use case or that's with those specific channels does require a little bit of kind of thinking in terms of how you pick your niche in the first place. And if you're, let's say you're, you're saying, let's pick one of these things because global global SAS is massive and, and marketplaces is also massive when you think about it. But if you pick a sub niche, like, uh, you know, freelancer SAS or freelancer marketplaces, then now you're in a world where, okay, you're basically trying to attract the, the buyer uh, and the seller of, you know, of these services. And so that you can bring the marketplace together and, yeah, ultimately you're going to be kind of competing with any other comp- competitors in the market. So the first thing I'll say is that it really comes down to picking a good niche that allows you a lot of uh, free freedom to move kind of left and right across a bunch of different verticals so that you're not going to run into the exact same kinds of clients every single time because uh, that would obviously prohibit you. So ideally there's enough commonalities. I would also pick between global SaaS and marketplace companies because they are just vastly different. They hang on different worlds. They speak different languages, although they're very similar in approaches. Uh, they're just completely different. So I would pick one of those two things so you can become really known for, you know, SEM and, P- and SEO for, you know, or whatever for, uh, for one of those two. And marketplaces feels like a really good one. I know your background was in marketplaces and that could be something you could really own. Now marketplaces range in a very broad way. So I think you picked the freelancer niche and that's a really popular one, but there's also like, you know, the Airbnbs out there, there's, there's uh, career matchmaking, there's, there's romantic matchmaking, there's buying and selling products. Um, you know, there's all kinds of different marketplaces out there. And I think by picking a marketplace, uh, you, you know, as a, as a specialization, there's a, like, I know there's a few, there's newsletters out there, there's conferences, there's a whole bunch of things out there, but that allows you to really embed yourself into that community. But if you go too far deep and say, I, I only help freelancer, you know, uh, marketplaces, then you're going to really run into those, those barriers, especially because of your two channels being your main thing. Right. So me as a broader fractional CMO, I would say, well, I can work with two companies, even in the same market, as long as they're sufficiently different, which brings me to my second point about differentiation. But uh, as long as they're sufficiently different, I can work with two companies in the same thing because there's a whole bunch of like there's business strategy, there's marketing strategy, there's there is uh, like, you know, who they focus on. So who their target market is, there's how they do it and what how they deliver the services or products. So there's a whole bunch of ways. So first thing I would say is pick a niche that gives you enough freedom and enough wiggle room to work with a bunch of different companies that aren't necessarily competitive. And if you are going to be just honed in on SEO and pay-per-click, then yeah, all the more important reason it is to only work with uh, one client in that specific vertical, let's say freelance marketplaces at one time. Now, 
I would say that if you worked with one and then you worked with another, let's say that your, your engagement wrapped up and then six months later, another client came with you in the exact same vertical, totally fair game. As long as you're not going back and using all that data you found with your old client, in my opinion, that's kind of theirs. That's closed book. You can still retain all your memories. Um, but take that for what it is. And as long as you're starting fresh and using the SEO provided in ethical ways from that you have from the client and their, you know, their Google search console and their analytics and, and all your tools, then that's totally fair game. And, uh, you know, I think David Baker, um, he, I think he, he coaches, uh, marketing agencies or something, uh, smart guy, business of expertise, one of his books. But what he says is that I think people fear incompetence more than competition. And so rather like most people would be like happy to hire you or knowing that you may go later work with another of their competition, but at least they get the best of you because you're the expert and it's better to be relevant and in competition than to be irrelevant and have no competition because you're nowhere on the map to be found. So you just have to kind of keep that in mind. So number one is I would pick a niche that is appropriately broad, like marketplaces. And then within that, you could think of your sub verticals, you know, there's free, there's freelancers, there's, you know, all those things we talked about and work with only one of those two clients at a time. Now, if two clients come up and let's say one is like, we only work with highly vetted, supremely talented web developers. That's, that's a differentiation over say Upwork where it's like anybody can sign up and anyone can join. And what I would say is if they are sufficiently differentiated, you can still work with them because you should be doing SEO and pay-per-click in different ways for those two different markets. And the messages you put out there and the long tail keywords and the way you structure the website and the content you put through and everything else should have that nuance of differentiation. So what I say to my clients when they bring up the whole like, you know, competition factor is I say, I'm going to make you more of you. I'm going to make them more of them. And I'm going to work my hardest to amplify both of you as best as I can. And you're going to have, you should have slightly different target markets and you should have a different way of doing things such that you're not interchangeable with one another. And if that is the case, and you frankly are really targeting the same target market in very similar ways in the same geography, and in your case, it's global, then I would probably not work with both of them at the same time, but I would be totally fine with working with one and then the other provided uh, the data was sufficiently siloed and I wasn't kind of pulling my old client's data to use in my new client's data uh, in the same market because I want, you know, I want it to be fair, right? Ethical. So that's one thing is picking, picking that niche, ensuring there's a, there's a differentiation between the clients that you do have uh, because what's going to happen is you're going to need to do sort of like a SWOT analysis. You're going to need to really be focusing on how do I amplify their strengths in a differentiated way, right? So that's both an analysis of what they're good at and what you can double down on and where you can succeed uh, as well as differentiation, as well as, uh, you know, not working with the same the exact same clients at the same time. Um, and then that's going to allow you to kind of create strategies that are just naturally going to be different. So you, that's part of your methodology. Your methodology isn't like follow this and don't think it's here's a rough guide of how I want to approach stuff. And here's how I roughly structure these things. And we need a page like this and a page like this. And here's my, you know, my checklist to ensure that this thing is done right. That's your methodology, but you're still applying it in different ways based on the strengths and weaknesses and relative strengths and weaknesses in their market relative to the others in their competition. So with one client, you might be working on site street speed and structure. Another's might be content and backlinks. Um, but yeah, ultimately you want to be sufficiently differentiated. And then even the ads and ad structure you create, it's going to be a little bit different depending on who they're trying to target. Most companies aren't advertising globally. So are there different areas or markets you can compete in? And look, at the end of the day, if you help one company set up and then you have to help another one later on, as long as the ad copy is sufficiently different and you're, you're, you've really focused on the strengths and weaknesses, the landing page experiences, the conversion rate optimization stuff, site speed, you know, structure, whatever the content that supports it. 
as long as you do that, then everything is sort of, is, is sort of fine. It's just when, when you're working with the exact same type of company at the exact same time, who have the exact same geography, that's where these things get a little bit muddy. So you're right to be asking these kinds of questions. I would just say really begins with having a good solid niche to begin with. And if you're thinking about global SaaS companies and, um, marketplace companies, I would try to get you to choose one. Uh, although, um, don't do that until you feel like you have competitive advantages built in. And I know you've got a great track record in the marketplace world. And I know it's very similar to SaaS. So if you feel like you need to do both, that's fine. But these people hang out in completely different worlds. They speak different languages and you want to ultimately feel like you've been custom made, you know, for them, like they've, you know, uh, put down on this earth to serve companies specifically like them. That's ideally the, the, the feeling you want to help your clients feel when they come across your content and your website. So just to kind of reiterate all this stuff is one, you know, pick a niche that a niche that's broad enough. And I say niche and niche interchangeably because uh, I'm Canadian and most of my clients are U S and European. And there's, everyone says it a bit differently. So niche and niche, pick a niche that's broad enough that allows you a lot of leeway and a lot of different verticals to work within it. Uh, especially in the SEO, uh, pay-per-click world. Um, you know, if you're going to be in a sub niche or niche, be with one, not two or three, unless they are sufficiently differentiated, unless you can sufficiently differentiate them, and unless you can do different kinds of work for different kinds of clients. But even then, I would, you know, you do some fractional CMO work, so I would try to get you to do that level of work and to leave some of the tactical stuff to other people, because otherwise, you'll have a, you'll have, you'll just sort of want to repeat the exact same thing you did. But that's maybe neither here, neither here nor there. Um, the next point is just obviously make sure that everyone's sufficiently differentiated and you're constantly working on the strengths, doubling down on the strengths because you can't do everything for everybody, no matter how, you know, how much money they have and resources they have. So you're going to be doing, doing different stuff anyway. Um, ideally though, you're not working with the same sub niche, sub niche at the same time. Uh, otherwise it can get very kind of, you know, if it feels wrong, chances are there's something to it. And I know when I work with clients, sometimes I'll work with, with coworking clients that are in the same industry uh, but, and in the same market rather, but they have different target markets and a different value proposition and in slightly different areas of the city. And that's enough. And then I also just put different SEO and pay-per-click people on those projects so that they're not doing SEO for two of the same companies in the same market, or they're not doing pay-per-click for two of the same companies in the same market. So that's all for now. I think, I hope, I hope I covered it all. Um, you know, I would try to think like a strategist and not like a tactician. So always it's about doubling down on strengths, creating differentiation such that even if you were working with the same kinds of companies, you are doing it in a differentiated way. And those that are looking for highly vetted uh, web developers are different than, than those that are looking for anyone off Upwork for the cheapest price. It's just usually a different buying psychology. So ensuring that how you differentiate people and where you show up and where you invest the time, energy and resources for your clients in this world is, is, is a, um, uh, tailored specifically for their needs. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah, if you pick a good niche, you should have more than enough business to keep you really busy. And, uh, if it doesn't feel right, then just tell clients, you know, I'm working with someone, you know, similar to you. And it just doesn't feel like it's a, it's a good fit based on how competitive you might be. Uh, but let's revisit this, you know, maybe at a later date and we'll see if we can help you then. So hope that helps. Um, yeah, you've got a lot of opportunity in front of you. You're good at what you do. Um, it's good to ask these kinds of questions and, you know, regardless, I'd rather be sort of specialized and have a methodology than no methodology. And remember your methodology isn't like a rigorous, like do this, then this, then this, then this. It's really more like a buffet of options, a suite of options, as I say. So you get to kind of choose things and, and still compile them in the way that's right for your, 
for your client's business because not all businesses are the same. No two businesses are the same. So uh, it doesn't replace the the natural terrain that is two clients landscape. So I'll leave you with that, Alex. And thank you so much for the question. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you again soon. Uh, and for others listening to this, if you've got questions and you want them answered sort of broadly to the group, uh, you can always email me at kevin at kevin.me, or you can also just, um, you know, throw it in one of the general channels. Uh, Mindshare Pro members get direct access to me as well. So I will often do a much deeper dive on their specific situations. And that's in the Ask Kevin channel. Mindshare Pro is only hundred bucks a month and you get all my methodology, all my templates, uh, a bunch of training that goes along with it. And, um, and then constant updates. So as they update and improve things, you get updates to all that stuff as well. So if you're not a Mindshare Pro member, consider getting in there and uh, you'll get all kinds of stuff from me. I do also offer um, small group coaching and one-to-one coaching. So if you need a little bit of help with your marketing business and you want to uh, increase your profitability, develop your methodology, you know, attract more clients, um, design your business model in a way that works best for you and your strengths, hit me up. Uh, all the regular ways you can find me by email, by chat, Uh, in the community and uh, always happy to chat with you about that stuff. All right. That's all for now. And I look forward to, to talking to you again soon. Bye.